Hello, I'm Somi Aryan. I'm a tech philosopher and the founder of Impeak. My guest on today's podcast is Tim Walther, who runs Volkswagen Group's initiatives to come into the metaverse and Web3. It's always fascinating to see what large brands are doing to come into the space and hear more about their strategies. This was a very informative conversation that I'm sure you will enjoy. So Tim, thank you so much for being here. Uh, I am really curious to hear what you guys are trying to do with Web3, how, how you're bringing such a massive brand uh, into Web3. And maybe you can uh, tell us, start by telling us a little bit about who you are, what it is that, uh, you, know, that you do, and, um, and we will take it from there. Absolutely. Yeah. First of all, it's an absolute pleasure, Somi. It's an honor to be speaking with you. So thank you very much for the invitation. Thank you. Um, yeah, my name is Tim Walther. I am group manager for Metaverse and NFT for the Volkswagen Group. So as probably a lot of the listeners know, um, the Volkswagen Group stands, of course, for the brand Volkswagen. But I'm just as close to the brand Volkswagen as I am to Porsche, Bentley, Lamborghini, Cupra, Skoda, Audi, uh, Porsche, I, th I did say already, I think I always forget one of these brands because I think we are more than 10 brands so far. And lots of our um, automotive brands that I've just been mentioning um, have been exploring or have been starting things in the space in the past year or even before that. And um, my role is from a higher perspective, from the group level perspective, to really connect um, um, our brands on the projects that we are doing at the moment and where we want to go together and how we can endeavor uh, or basically voyage into the metaverse or into Web3 projects um, better if we join forces. Because this is one of the things that I'm seeing a lot is there is no book for Web3 metaverse NFT. Everything we know, basically, we know from projects that are happening at the moment or that have happened in the past month. And you're looking on to, to brand NFTs, you're looking at NFT collections, you're looking at uh, metaverse endeavors of certain brands or not even brands, other things. And you're trying to find out what worked, um, what is actually bringing the customer value and um, what is it doing for the brand. And um, this is something that we have been doing for um, nearly a year now together in the group. So we're sharing a lot of our experiences very transparently across the group. And I'm basically the, I'm the glue in between. Uh, and I am uh, having an eye on if this brand is doing something well, I'm telling the other brand, hey, you should talk to each other. Or maybe we should all partner with this kind of partner because we all have the same, it's the same problem and we want to solve it or something like that. So it's finding synergies, um, uh, helping the brands uh, on their projects and basically enabling um, them to, to, to build professional products for our customers at the end. Mm -hmm. Okay, interesting. So um, when you say you look at other brands uh, and what they're doing in the NFT space, um, I wonder to what degree you are looking at, um, you know, uh, NFT native or, or Web3 native um you know communities because um the web3 culture is fundamentally different uh and i would say the best way that you can learn uh from it 
you know, it's by actually actively being part of those communities. So I was wondering, as somebody who is, you know, in charge of um, bringing such a big brand into the metaverse, what NFTs do you have? Like, if, what's your wallet like? What does your wallet look like? <laughs> Uh, shall I expose my wallet? I'm, I'm not 100% sure if I should expose. Well, um, obviously, I, I, I've bought uh, a, a lot of uh, NFTs in the past, but not for investment reasons. Uh, it's simply, and it's as you said, you need to understand Web3, you need to understand the culture in order to, to, to build something that is relevant for the community and relevant for our customers and in order to understand everything. And I find it quite interesting on how the step the, the, the things are evolving. And uh, obviously, I didn't buy a board ape. I can say that much. And I bought a, a few profile pictures, uh, some of the larger collections that I, that I really loved. Um, uh, I hope you understand that I'm maybe not uh, tell tell the names here uh, due to financial advice or whatever. But um, uh, yeah, I, I have a few. I just want to know which communities you are looking at, right? Like that that's yeah. quite interesting to me. Like, for example, um, if you are in, uh, if you really want to kind of fully understand the Web3 space, there are a few key communities. And um, what our community is, is one of the ones that is constantly, you know, uh, like recently it keeps coming up as being one of those. So one of them is Proof. Um, I don't know how much you're familiar with yeah. One of them is, as you said, Yuga Labs, uh, you know, the, the board apes. There is like the Zeneca, Zen Academy. He's, he's doing some amazing stuff. In Peak, Absolutely. Uh, you know, we are, you know, we are, uh, we are building a really big um, educational platform uh, for Web3 education, you know, and, and there is um, the, our Genesis Pass is also from a marketing perspective. We help our, um, you know, pass holders, our Genesis Pass holders with their projects as well. Um, so, so there, are, and then there's admit one. So there are some really key communities that are really important for builders, you know, or, you know, in the web three space, we, we use the term builders, you know, people who are bringing, creating projects, right? Project creators. And these are some of them. So I was just wondering whether, whether you are connected to these projects and, and, uh, you know, how you are looking at building partnerships. Yeah, we have a few people in our group that are um, mainly looking at um, the community and the Web3 community a lot more. So we are also having some real life events with them, for example, for example, our brand at Skoda are doing a lot now with, with, uh, with, with some great communities down in, in Prague and in the Czech Republic. Um, with some board apes, for example, but also with other communities. So they're looking a bit deeper into it. I personally tend to look more at brand NFTs um, for my knowledge to, to, to learn how is the Web3 community working with brands and how on vice versa, right? And how is it is it working? Are, are Web3 communities um, open for brands? And what is it that they want to find out about brands? Where do they actually be want to be involved and so on? So this is rather where why I spend my time. Uh, of course, time is limited. And on Discord, we all know we could spend uh, <laughs> 24 hours, uh, seven days a, a week in there. Um, so, my life, basically. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So uh, I'm rather focusing on brand NFTs um, and on the large uh, profile picture collections that I've been involved with from the start on. Yeah. Nice. And with the brands, which ones are do you think are doing things right? I think it's it's all about like raising the bar again and again, right? It's um, I mean we all I think have seen what Nike has been doing and Adidas have been doing in November 
uh, basically last year. It's almost been a it's been a year maybe now. Um, so that was uh, for me game changing to find out and to see oh a large brand can do this. Then it is of big relevance for us as well. So this is this opened a lot of doors I think to, to for a lot of brands um, to to open the discussion of um, um, that the Web three space is also interested in it and that that brands and the Web three space can work together and that it can be exciting. So. I think Adidas, uh, especially phase one, was was interesting for me because they're so, in a way, a similar German brand with similar structures where you will, you, you you have the same kind of laws and things that you have to overcome, not not overcome, but you have to solve uh, uh, things. Uh, so this was interesting for me, and of course, what Nike and Artifact is doing, um, the, the 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 involvement and the. the um, the, the, the things that they put in and how they invested so early in, I think that was really, really nice. And then there's so many other great examples. I mean, what Tiffany's did was great for their end part, right? Because of, of it, it fits the brand, it fits um, the, the punks community, worked well uh, together with also with the, the CEO from Tiffany's. It was, it was a good story again. But I also like interesting ideas like Lacoste is doing, for example, with, with uh, basically creating a DAO. Uh, the next month, uh, the next years will show uh, what projects really have a long lasting impact and what um, companies meant it really, really seriously um, over a long time and have a clear roadmap on what they want to do. But um, I think we've seen so many interesting cases. Also what Time is doing, for example, with their communities. That's a great example as well. Yeah. One of the things when I look at um, brands that are coming into uh, the, the space, let me just make a note also of, I want to make a comparison to social media, but one of the things that um, strikes me when I look at brands bringing, uh, you know, uh, coming into the space, a lot of times I feel like rather than coming into the space and bringing their audience with it, um, they instead they come to the space and they want to tap into the audience that's already there. And the problem with that is that the audience that's already there is fairly small. Like there are only like 40, 50,000, you know, active wallets right now in the bear market. And um, that audience is a little bit exhausted with uh, with options like there there's web3 native brands that are trying to sell to them there are the uh, you know new brands coming in that are trying to sell to them so i think for a brand um that is coming into the space rather than trying to focus too much on selling to the people who are already there um it, the most important thing they can do is to try and bring their own audience in it so that requires the brand to actually educate their audience um, about the blockchain, about you know Web three. Um, so, um, so what are your thoughts on that? On how you think you would be able to do that? Yeah, I think there's there's two kinds of projects at the moment, and they are still a bit bit split up, right? There is um, the, the obviously the the projects that are aiming one hundred percent on Web three natives and. Um, with wallets, um, with uh, w with crypto and everything, um, of course, and it it fits the space and it needs to be that way, right? And this opens more possibilities um, to to work together and um, to to have a Web three culture, which is interesting for brands uh, in in the end. And interesting, I'm always saying it's interesting for brands. Uh, if I say it's interesting for brands, it 
it's probably interesting for the customer and for for uh, customer value and how they can interact and how they can also be involved with the brand right and this is this is for me a fundamental uh, um, thing that is important about web3 um, that that brings us together closer right it brings the brands and it brings the, the customer closer together so this is one part and the other part is obviously um, also an intention from from brand side to bring the audiences that they have into the space we have um, with our automotive brands for example we have a few uh, brands that have more than i don't know 30 or 40 million um, uh, social media followers right they are followers they are not really a community as it is because it's simply not working with social media to have a community with 30 million people but with an nft community if you bring one percent or five percent of these people into the space and you build a, a, a valuable um, a proposition for them then it can be quite quite interesting and they, they, as you say the tricky point is web3 um, uh, native um, projects are really really uh, tricky still to do and uh, the ux and, and how you create a wallet um, dealing with crypto needs a lot of education and um, i think that's why my feeling at the moment is you have to decide for projects you have to say either we go into web3 uh, native communities or we do it the other way and this is well with uh, things like uh, starbucks did for example uh, Reddit onboarded a lot of people, and this can be something um, that can be um, more interesting, maybe for some of the brands that want to bring masses into um, into the space. So I think there is a space for both projects, and I, I also hear what you're saying that the Web three native um, um, communities may be a bit um, fed up with with projects. Uh, I, I can see that as well. I still think that brands. Um, uh, big brands can have a meaning for for people, and um, we there are brands that people love, right, and that they are, want to be engaged with. And this is why brand NFTs usually work quite well because people can trust in them. In a world in Web three or NFT communities where you're not one hundred percent sure, oh, this is a new project. I haven't heard from them since three days, and now I'm investing a thousand thousands of uh, uh, dollars into it um, this can be tricky and sometimes people have been fooled and um, if done right normally people should have more trust in brand nfts as well because they have a reputation of 50 or 100 years uh, to lose if they don't do it right and if they don't keep their promise and if they don't fulfill the roadmap so this is why i still think even in a market like that brand nfts have maybe a, a good meaning Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, interesting. So when you say uh, bringing your customers in, one of the things that is, um, I would say, is slightly different in uh, the Web3 space, we don't think of our NFT holders as customers. You know, we, we don't even think of them as an audience. So like, for example, when I think of my, um, you know, we have an audience, which is the people who, are, who don't have our NFTs. And then the people who have our NFTs, we call them holders rather than yep. customers. And the reason is that I think holders is not only short for token holders, it's, it's in a way, it's also a short for stakeholders. Now, I know that from yep. the view, from a legal point of view, um, you know, that this is not fully defined yet. And, and I think partly this is because 
um, the legal uh, framework is not built for the Web3 space. So the so it's not it's not about Web3 adapting to the uh, uh, to the legal framework, but the legal framework needs to adapt to Web3. And um, when you think about the difference between a holder and a customer, especially if they hold an NFT that is tradable, you have a, a, a completely different proposition um, where people can, uh, you, you know, they they expect the value of that um, uh, that token to hold itself while they are also using that um, product. So, so it, it, this is such a different. Um, mindset to what we had in Web 2, which was like you pay for the uh, product or service and then that's it. You paid for it and you either use it or you don't use it. It's up to you, but you don't get your money back. Whereas in Web 3, people hope to at least get some of their money back if they ever want to exit that um, you know, community or, or that, that brand. Uh, so um, how does this sit with you as somebody who comes from you know that web two you know product based background. Now this is exactly what what I meant at the beginning with with the potential of web three and I have a, a LinkedIn post on, on that with a graph where we're showing also something that we have. Yeah, what are the audiences or um, uh, that that we have as brands? And this is one thing is uh, that can be shareholders. Of course, there's customers and there's things like social media fans. And now you have something in the middle, which is very, very exciting because it is new. And people, they might not be a, a shareholder. And I, 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 I never call it a shareholder like that because there is a shareholder for the share, right? But, um, and this is for the company, right? But we're speaking of a brand here. And why can you not be a part of a brand um, uh, being uh, able to, to um, decide on decisions, on, on designs, on, on um, also um, the profiting from it um, when, when the brand is really becoming stronger, right? And this is exactly what I mean when we're, where I actually hope that we get a lot of more, lot more people into the Web3 thing uh, than, uh, than anything else, because there is the full potential to create something that we haven't had in the past, right? A lot of the ideas of now uh, um, having huge audiences, um, onboarding them maybe with uh, custodial wallets and so on, it's great, it's, but it's, it's not the 100% solution at the moment, right? It's, it, 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 it's missing something. And even if sometimes it misses the, the financial aspect that people don't really have to invest it, they get it for free. That can be interesting. You can do, you can be, do very interesting things. But if you are really involved and if you're believing into, in the brand that you are saying, I want to, uh, I'm paying a few thousand euros to be part of this and I'm able to attend real life events. I'm able to, to, to work with the brands. I'm closer to the brand. Um, then there is more potential, and I think there there will be there will also in the future be both sides. When you think about social media and how brands um, adapted social adapted to social media over the past twenty years, um, I think for a lot of brands it took a very long time. Maybe it took them like 10, 15 years to get their head around how to use social media. Um, when I think of the uh, the speed of technological advancement and the way that the culture is shifting. Um, I think maybe you could say that if it took about 15 to 20 years for social media to 
you know, proliferate in a way, like I'd say 15 years roughly is a good estimate of how long it has taken. Then for, for blockchain technology and for NFTs, this, this new space, the Web3 space, I would say is probably about five years. It's going to be about five years. So the, the, the speed is increasing. How do you see brands, you know, adapting and uh, considering how long it took them? You know, like I made a documentary called The Millennial Disruption. I don't know if you've seen it. 2018 that came out. And at the end of it, I said that if you can't get your head around social media now, what are you going to do when blockchain technology is here? And blockchain technology is here now. So do you see potentially a process of elimination of a lot of brands again, um, just like it happened with social media? I, I fully agree with you. It took brands a very long time to adapt to social media and to find out why and how it can be relevant. And this is this is what I what, what I'm telling um, to 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 my, my my friends and my colleagues as well. A lot is. Um, look at how social media has evolved and what is the role of the brand in there, right? Like at the at the beginning, we started with banners, then you, you're starting with influencers with customer engagement. But in the end, in social media, you don't really have full community. And now you have new tools, you have um, you, you have the ability to, to have more connected communities. I guess the question will be, um, where is the customer uh, or the, 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 the audience and what do they expect? And this is depending on the project. I wouldn't say every brand needs a Discord channel at the moment. I, I wouldn't. There is projects that fully make sense because um, you want to have this interchange and you want to have the community there, but there will also be projects that where you don't have it. And I'm also talking to to uh, some Web3 people that are uh, in, in uh, Bored Apes and so on. And they're saying, honestly, I don't have the time to follow up my discords anymore. I have like more than 20 of them. I, I can't do it all day, right? And is this the final solution? I don't know. Uh, uh, it will be interesting to see what's happening in the next year. What, where will we shift? Will it be the, the early adopters that stay in Discord and it stays more or less flat or the, the, the same right and all people that are coming into the space are maybe not using discord but they are coming from brand um, nfts like uh, starbucks and so on but they're not using discord right and so it, it might stay flat or will actually discord increase uh, when more people come into the space i don't see it happening at the moment to be honest i asked my linkedin um followers um uh, six months ago, uh, what is the um, Web3 channel? If you or what is the channel for brand NFTs that you would like to have um, to 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 get information from? If you could only choose one, and there it was still more or less fifty percent uh, for Twitter uh, and and for Discord. I think it was forty-five to fifty-five or something like that. And I asked the same question again. Um, uh, I think last week. And it was a different picture and was, um, I think we had about 35 people that are saying Discord is the, their main choice and uh, more or less the rest was uh, was Twitter. So that changed as well. And that's this will be interesting. Yeah, Twitter does a different thing though. Twitter does the, yeah. like the, the headlines yeah. and then Discord is more like deep dive. Uh, you know. Absolutely. And it will be, that's the thing. What will, you, what will be the projects be? Will you have projects where you want to have community and where you want to have exchange? Of course, then you need to Discord. 
But if you are having another um, NFT where you basically sometimes need to put information out, then it's Twitter, right? And I don't see that Discord is the final solution. I don't think Twitter is enough for community either. I think there needs to be something else or some involvement um, where people can actually have virtual communities in a in a UX friendly way. And this is what we don't have at the moment. We have also for our brands or yeah, car brands or any other brand, we have communities everywhere. We have people um, meeting each other on the weekends at cars and coffees uh, in Los Angeles. And they're everyone's going there everyone loves the community and they know like-minded people i can talk with everyone that's great working in the real life we none of these brands have managed to 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 bring this kind of community in the digital space there's been there is nft projects and that's great but as i said the, the ux of discord is not for the daily user it's simply not i agree i think that um there is going to be the the shift of mindset of understanding that Web three is about ownership. You know that basically Web one was read, Web two was read and write, and yep. Web three is so another way I put it is that Web one was monologue, Web two was a dialogue. You know, and and Web three is dialogue and ownership, right? So, um, so that that's the shift of mindset that needs to happen over the next um, eighteen months to three years. And uh, I think the UX, like you said, the UX is a little bit lagging and it's going to take quite some time. Well, you know, you're doing, I'm so glad that, that uh, you know, you are on top of this and, and you obviously have a great um, understanding of what's happening in the space. So, so it's really refreshing to see, um, you know, a big brand like this uh, coming into the space and uh, I will be closely following what you're doing. So um, yeah, thank you so much for- Same on my side. Thank you very much for having I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Tim Walther. Be sure to follow him on LinkedIn and keep up with their initiatives at Volkswagen. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe to it on Apple, Spotify, or any other one of your favorite podcast channels. And don't forget to give it a five-star rating and write a review. The full interviews are also available on my YouTube channel, The Somi Ariane Show. 